Well, hello everyone. Uh, today we're going to talk about the influence of hormones and the serous cycle on your training and performance. And I'm also going to tell you all about how you can actually use this, you know, 28-day cycle or maybe 35 days depending on, of course, the length of your cycle to optimize both your training uh, and your health as your energy level, you know, during the entire month. Because even though a lot of women suffer from, like, for example, PMS or uh, migraines or exhaustion or sore muscles or heavy cramps or breast, you know, all that kind of stuff, it's not normal, it's not necessary, it's a sign of your body that you depleted it for a little bit, that you gave it too much stress and that during your cycle all this kind of comes forward uh, so in that way it's also a great way to check you know how well you cared for yourself how much love you gave yourself the entire month because they always say that actually i don't know if this is an english saying but in dutch we have this saying that if you uh prep well it's half the work but this is true in most cases but not when it comes to having a a smooth and healthy cycle because then the preparation is all the work okay so before we dive into what you can do to optimize your training your results your progress your everything that you want to achieve so how you can achieve your goals faster while using your body uh, instead of kind of working against it i'm first going to explain you why it's important and how great we actually are uh, because a lot of the times women don't even realize that we are for example capable to build muscle strength uh, times faster than men on average and we are also able to burn off body fat 30 percent faster than men and the reason why we don't realize this is because we don't actually see this results because usually when we start following a diet and a workout schedule we tend to be very dedicated okay so let's say you started with your partner then both of you are very dedicated and within a very small amount of time he will be making progress he will be feeling better he will be you know uh looking better feeling better and everything's going great with him whereas it happens just too too often that if you do the same as your imaginary partner uh, you'll be not you'll not be getting you know the same results or you could actually get negative results meaning that your energy level will decrease you'll feel more tired you'll be more irritated and also it's possible that you even gain weight or feel sore all the time that's what normally happens and if you proceed following this schedule work on routine for a, for a longer period of time the chances are that if you are not on hormonal birth control but if you just have a regular cycle from yourself then uh, it's possible that you lose it well, we call it lose it but it's just stopping because the stress that's present in your body is just too high for your body to handle so it doesn't feel safe it doesn't feel like it's a good time to make a baby and in a way i can imagine that you'll be like okay great so now i'm not bleeding so i can work out you know even more because i didn't i never liked my cycle and it was you know always annoying but it's very important as i said your menstruation is a great way to check how healthy you are because every underlying symptom will 
honestly just surface during your during your menstruation um so if you lose it it's literally a sign of your body being extremely depleted and it also leads to other health issues such as the decrease of bone density and the decrease of capacity to build muscle and it's possible that you'll get acne and your hair will fall out and this is all because we are women so we are meant to have like a regular cycle and of course there are exceptions because for example it's possible that you don't have a womb or that you are uh, born you know with different hormones but i suspect that if you're listening to this you do have a cycle regular cycle and uh, it is important for you to listen to that and to use that entire cycle so not just your period but the entire cycle to optimize your health so actually this podcast is going to be a lot about cooperating with your body instead of working against it as i already said okay so now let's dive into the first thing as i said women are not men if we follow the same workout schedule uh, they will make progress and we will not and that is because their bodies operate completely differently and that is that makes a lot of sense but we oftentimes forget and that is due to the fact that most um, research that is used to base you know workouts and diet workout schedules and diets on are performed on men and i made an entire podcast about it it's called diet culture so women's health series diet culture and i would highly advise listening to that i will also talk about you know food and use nutrition Uh, as a tool to optimize your health also um, following your own cycle so if you are interested in that uh, go check it out after you listen to this episode because this one is also very very valuable Um, so most research is performed on male participants and that leads to you know this illusion that we can follow the same diet or workout schedule as a guy and be you know achieve the same results whereas this schedule is not even made for us so the best thing that you can that can actually happen is that you make a little bit of progress but your health also decreases a little bit or your health doesn't decrease but then you will also not make a lot of progress so it's basically you know choosing (laughs) either of the two which is not a pretty good deal because um, i feel that progress is actually real sustainable progress is made when you optimize your health and if you are your healthy yes then your body will also be the fittest you'll look the best you'll feel the best you'll be super productive and that's what we're aiming for even if you are a professional athlete it's important to put your health first because i truly believe that results will follow i'm going to start by telling you why women are not mini men basically so the differences in the male and the female body are huge much bigger actually than we can imagine and at the same time we're also very similar Uh, so this is why it's hard to distinguish you know what difference actually matters and what important to take into account so i've listed a few and i'm going to share it with you now so the first thing i already mentioned was that women can build muscle strength uh, 30 percent faster than men then they can also burn off body fat 30 percent faster than men this is due to the fact that women have different muscle fibers so they become less kind of big uh, but they will get stronger faster and because we have more fibers the metabolism is also higher and that means that we can burn off fat faster then we have a greater muscle stamina i don't know if this is the english word but we can 
you know, we have the capacity to do an exercise like for more reps than a guy because we have more muscle fibers. And this also is due to the ability to absorb more oxygen in the muscle. And this is, of course, very important because if you feel sore during or after your workout, this is due to the fact that there isn't enough oxygen available to kind of break down the acid that has been built up in the muscle. So being able to absorb more oxygen is a must if you want to increase your results and also to shorten your recovery time. And there is, you know, this one rule. <laughs> if you can recover faster and train more intensively, you'll be making more progress. So it's important that we use this ability of our bodies if we want to make progress. And then um, we have also this cycle that I've been talking about for many times now, but it's important to realize that we have hormones that fluctuate during the month, meaning that there are different priorities every um, week, basically. So we can divide our cycle into four phases. Uh, that is what I usually do, and I've made many blogs about it. Also, I'm going to talk about you know the phases of each phase of the cycle later in this episode, but it's important to know that we have four phases and every phase has a different priority. Your body has this clock and it makes sure that everything gets done and everything gets healed and everything gets optimized. And the only thing that you need to do is to support this natural progress and not go against it because our body is always going to be smarter than we are, smarter than every schedule you can ever follow, ever buy. It's smarter than every book you're going to ever read. So the only thing that you need to do is to support your body every phase, every day, actually, not not even every phase, but you know, it's easy to have some kind of structure or some kind of guidelines. What's also important to know is that I'm talking about natural cycles right now, because if you're taking birth control, there are some stuff you should know about, of course, the side effects, but I've also recorded a podcast on that. It's called Women's Health and Birth Control. In that podcast, I'll explain the, uh, the effect of birth control on your body and what you can do to help your body recover after you quit and also natural alternatives to birth control so how to not get pregnant without adding extra hormones into your system or you know for example choosing for a copper iud because that's also not always a great choice um so i do also highly recommend listening to that one but for now we're going to stick to the effect of birth control on your training you know on your muscles on your progress so it's important to know that research has shown like a lot of research actually Um, is done on this because it's easy to measure and that uh, research shows that it takes three three times longer to get the same results if you are on birth control versus if you were not on birth control. So the results include losing body fat, building muscle and also building stamina, Um, which is, you know, basically all we strive for when we try to get fit. For me, fit has a different definition, but we'll come to that later. Um, Beside the fact that you will not see progress, or you will, but it takes three times longer, um, it also increases your risk of injury. And for me, this one is even more important because if there is, you know, injury is just, I don't even have to (laughs) explain this, but injury is not something you like to have. And uh, the the risk of injury increases when you're on birth control because the 
capacity to um, heal your body. So the self-healing capacity of the body decreases. Also, the amount of oxygen that can be um, absorbed in the muscle also decreases. And this is due to the fact that your uh, veins are made of muscles and um, progesterone. There is a progesterone in birth control, in hormonal birth control at least, and that causes your muscles to relax. So if your muscles relax, then the muscles in your veins also relax, meaning that there is less you know, blood with oxygen going through uh, the body. And then there is also um, this, that birth control increases your capacity to digest your food properly. And this is not only due to the fact that your digestive system is also made out of muscles and they are less strong due to the progesterone in the birth control, but it's also actually due to the toxins and to the depletion of your body that your food isn't digested uh, as well as it would have been if you weren't on birth control. For me, this, when I was on birth control, it led to bloating. So I would, for example, eat and it would take for ages for my food to digest. And because my body wasn't able to digest it well, it would, you know, blow kind of more gas also in my belly and that would cause the bloating. And I know a lot of women suffer from this and it may or may not be linked to birth control. I mean, it can also be like stress. And then I want to add a little disclaimer. A small amount of bloating is normal, but as shared on the Femina page, um, it's like my bloating was not normal. It was extremely painful. It, it lasted for days, uh, could last for days, like for two days, it's possible. If I ate something that kind of triggered also, um, you know, my my guts um, and then <laughs> we're coming to this now that is that birth control also makes you more sensitive to stuff like gluten or lactose or other uh, harder to process elements in nutrition so i'm not going to say that you are suddenly allergic but you are in a way more intolerant so enough about birth control because i've said that this podcast was going to be about cooperating with your body and using the body that you have to increase your progress, your health, your your quality of life, actually, because I believe that if you are, you know, aligned with yourself and giving your body what it needs in order to do what needs to be done, your quality of life is going to increase because you'll be less tired. You'll be more energized. Let's take it. <laughs> Let's make it positive. You'll be more energized. You'll be more concentrated. Your memory will increase. Your uh, Also your joy. So that's good to know. Okay, so now we're going to dive into your period because as I said, every phase has a different priority. And if you support, support your body to kind of fulfill this priority, you're going to notice a huge increase in your results and thus in your overall health. Before I start, I want to say that I'm talking about average in order to make it just easy uh, to listen to. If you'd like me to record an episode that's more elaborate on this or uh, send it to uh, Femina or comment it on the post that we will create about this episode. Okay, so the first week is your period. And what you must know about this phase is that your muscle strength, endurance, um, and capacity to absorb oxygen will kind of reach its lowest point uh, two or three days before your period and will last until the third day of your period on average. And 
uh, it's important to give your body time to rest and to not burden it with heavy workouts. So for example, heavy weight training or HIIT training or other sorts of very intense workouts. So for example, it can also be cycling or spinning. It's not the best time to do that in this week. Um, you can do exercise, of course, but choose yoga, go swimming, do mid-intensity workouts. And you will notice directly that if you skip the heavy workouts and replace it with more mid-intensity or low-intensity workouts, that your period will be less heavy, will be less cramps, there will be less inflammation, and this is because you will be having less stress. And um, if you don't have stress, so there is no stress in your body, that uh, means that your body can heal itself. And as I said, your period is this time where all symptoms come to the surface so if there are less symptoms there will be less <laughs> discomfort during your period so take very good care of yourself don't be too hard on yourself take time to reflect take time to heal take time for gentle exercise um, and you will notice a direct change in your period um, also important to know is that your metabolism is actually higher in this time. So on average, you will burn 250 calories more uh, on the days before and the first days of your period. And what is also important to know, because a lot of women do actually feel sore uh, very quickly or they don't recover well from their workouts. For me, I had it a lot. So I would notice it already during the workout if I would do it too workout was too intense so let's say i would be kickboxing and i would be doing squats then usually i could do this amount of squats without without even thinking about it and now after like 10 15 reps i would feel so sore and the soreness wouldn't decrease if i would breathe or take some time to rest so i would already notice then that there was something like wrong but i couldn't really point out like what it was because i personally I mean, I was not born aware of this. <laughs> I made myself aware by educating myself on this topic and then using this knowledge to not only uh, increase my own uh, progress, but also to help others. So I also learned this. So in my life, there was also a time that I didn't know this and um, how I would signals because my body, of course, worked that way. It's not something that I invented and then was present. It already was there, but I just ignored the signals that my body was giving me. So uh, what I was saying about the soreness and the decrease of recovery or like the increase of time, period of time needed for a recovery is due to the fact that your body is actually breaking down amino acids from your muscles uh, if you don't eat enough uh, protein and healthy fats in your diet. And also if there is a lot of stress, so a lot of foods that is, for example, disrupting your digestion or other body processes that are needed to optimize your health, let's say sugar, alcohol, and other you know, disruptors, this will also increase the breakdown of protein. So as I said, it's important to support your body the best you can and to not add to the stress that it's kind of already having. So now we're going to talk about the second week and uh, in this <laughs> new modern female health books, they call this time spring. And this is because your body temperature is also um, still low. 
I will come to this later, but it's still kind of low, uh, but you will notice an increase in your mood, in your muscle strength, in your endurance, and also in the capacity of your body to heal itself. So you will notice that from a workout, you will recover faster. And what you can do uh, now is that you increase uh, your weights, for example, or you can increase the intensity of your workout. But since uh, I'm talking about the average body, it's, it's possible that your body needs, you know, more days before you can start increasing your weights. So for some women, they can start uh, doing, doing HIIT training on the fourth day of their cycle. It's possible, but some women need till day number eight or nine in order to perform optimally so listen to your body always as i said your body is always giving signs but it's up to you to actually listen to them and act upon it also so in the second week you can uh, opt for a mid-intensity or higher intensity workout uh, that you kind of build up so in the beginning of the second phase uh, choose for mid-intensity and then build it up to like higher intensity towards the end of this phase because in the end of this phase you will reach summer <laughs> and summer is where your body temperature is the highest your muscle strength endurance and uh, capacity to uh, absorb oxygen is also the highest this means that it's your time to shine if you're hitting the gym so go for like a power high intensity uh, workout or go to a spinning class because your body if it's healthy is able to do it all Yet, it's still very important to listen to your body always and to not overloading with, overload it with heavy or high-intensity training in this period of time because your body is still a body, you know. It needs time to recover. It needs time to heal. It needs time also to deal with other stuff than a workout. Um, what I mean with other stuff is, for example, if you're having a little bit of stress at work, your body also needs to handle that. So be gentle always, but given you know the processes that are going on in your body you are kind of on your peak you're on the top of your mountain so do whatever makes you feel best and choose a workout that makes you sweat and makes you happy and makes you feel good um, also this week your digestion is optimal and this means that if you are sensitive to certain types of food uh, you're going to be less sensitive to it now because your digestion is just better also, you are burning uh, more body fat now. As I said, your temperature is higher, meaning that your metabolism is also kind of high. So actually, you can take this time uh, and compare it, your, the way your body works. I mean, in this phase, it is very similar to the way that a male's body works. So if you want to try keto diet, try it during this time of your cycle, because then it could actually work and on other phases it will not work because the keto diet as well as intermittent fasting and everything is designed for men but if you do really want to fast if you do really want to do a detox if you do want to try keto try it now because then at least you're not going to have negative uh, results you know de deriving from your trial so um, having that said don't try a detox or keto diet or intermittent fasting in the fourth week or in the fourth phase uh, we call this fall or autumn and this is because your muscle strength endurance and the ability to absorb oxygen will slowly change and by change i mean decrease 
So this means that you could feel sore faster and your recovery is going to be less quickly. Workouts that you can do in the beginning of this phase, you might not be able to do in the uh, in the end of this phase because your body is constantly changing and it's going to have different priorities. So the priority of this week um, might be to detoxify. You know, uh, your body will do it itself. You don't have to do it, but your body will... Um, detoxify and your body will make your skin better and your body will that's also when i say detoxify uh you might think well i'm getting pimples uh the week before my period well that is because there are toxins and your skin is an organ and it's the organ that you know it's literally the limit of our body so if there's stuff coming out it's coming out through your skin so if there are less toxins in your body and your hormones are more balanced in the before this time then you will notice that you will get less pimples but if there is a little bit of a hormone imbalance and there are some toxins it will come out now because your body is doing that for you it will also uh, strengthen your bones and make your hair look nice so there are priorities in this period of your cycle so this phase of your cycle that are also very important but because the physical fitness is not a priority, you will also notice kind of some decrease in that. This is normal. Don't be angry. Don't be mad about yourself. Don't be like, don't punish yourself for being less or not being able to break your personal record or being not as productive as you were last week because this is totally normal. Your body is doing this. Uh, during this phase it's important to not train longer than 30 minutes because if you do your cortisol is going to be disrupted which means that you're going to have an increase um, in your stress levels and this has negative consequences including increased fat storage muscle breakdown and it will disrupt your hormones even more and this is quite funny because we we work out mostly i'm not going to say this is the right motivation to work out but a lot of people do work out to decrease body fat and to increase muscle mass so it's not very smart if you <laughs> you know work out longer um, because then your body after the workout will break down your muscle and increase your fat storage and this this uh, could last for weeks so one workout can have a negative effect on your body for for literally like two weeks so don't do that I'm kind of coming to the end of everything you need to know about every phase of your cycle um, when it comes to training. As I said, I have already recorded a podcast on nutrition, on digestion and uh, everything. So if you want to listen to that, I would highly recommend doing that because there is, of course, more going on in your body than just the, the breakdown <laughs> of body fat and the increase of muscle mass mess there is a lot more happening um, so it's very important for you to listen to your body always as i said your body is always speaking to you it's always giving you signs it's always giving you signals and it's up to you to listen to it and to act up onto that and for some women this means uh, when it comes to training that they can do three and a half week of high intensity and high strength and five days for of lower or mid intensity and for others, it means that they can do two weeks of high-intensity training and two weeks of low-intensity training. And this is depending on a lot, a lot of variables. So it's depending on the trauma that you get from your childhood. Because if you already have like an increased uh, level of stress, you know, deriving from that, then of course, 
uh, you're going to be a little bit more out of balance. So if then your cycle is going to have like a greater effect on that. So you'll be more sensitive to it. But let's say that you are perfectly healthy, you don't have any traumas, you don't have any stress, you don't have nothing, then it's possible that you can do HIIT training for three and a half weeks in a row and slow it down like a little bit just the days before your period and two or three days in your period. It's possible. You know yourself best. So listen to that. Having that said, if you find it difficult to listen to your body, please contact a health professional. You can DM me. We can work it out together. I can help you. You don't have to come to me if you don't if you don't feel like I'm the best option. Make sure you find someone who makes you feel seen and heard and who takes you seriously and who has who really wants to help you get through all your discomfort and optimize your health because health is not about not being sick. You know, health is about feeling great. As I said, I will come to my definition of fit. For me, fit is just feeling great in my body and having energy to do everything that I want and making sure that um, my body is in optimal state. And of course, there is going to be a change in the environment and that's going to be reflected, you know, on my body for a little bit. And I don't mean... Um, by reflecting, I don't mean that I will gain weight or I will lose weight because weight for me, of course, in a way it's an indication, but it's never, like never on the top list of like stuff to measure. There is stuff that's much more important. Uh, muscle recovery is very important. Flexibility is very important. The, the time you can concentrate is very important. The amount of joy you feel is very important. You know, those things are so much more important for me when it comes to fitness and if we would change you know this definition of it a little bit more and make it a little bit more about an integrated view on your body on your life i think it would be good for the entire industry also a lot of businesses would be out of business because they focus so much on external factors uh, so i do recommend as i said if you're going to a health professional go to someone who takes you as a human being and not just as a couple of numbers, a number on the scale, a number of body fat or or muscle mass or like liquid retention. Like please go to someone who sees you as you are and also who you want to be. And who you want to be is so much more than just a body. So please remember that I'm coming to the end. If you have any questions, feel free to slide in the DM. If this episode has helped you, or you've learned something from this and you feel like your fans need to know it too, uh, feel free to send it to them. If you're going for a walk, for example, and you're listening to this now and you feel like you're really educating yourself, yeah, share that too with your friends, with your tribe, because we all like have, I feel in a way we all have the responsibility to share this knowledge because it's not often talked about, especially when it comes to female health. There is really a lack of it. We do really need to we need to make an effort to get equal because there's so much information available on male health and so little on female health. So um, yeah, if you feel like this has helped you, please share. And if you have questions, slide in DM. Thank you all for listening and speak to you in the next episode. Bye.